0: This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 692. Help your employees think for themselves and guideposts for leadership and culture decisions, both by Amber Wagaman of awcoach.co. And I'm Dan, I'm your host, and uh, today I've got two shorter posts for you, both from Amber Wagaman. So uh, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Help your employees think for themselves. By Amber Wagaman of AWCoach.co. By making yourself too available, you might be unintentionally enabling your employees or coworkers. If we want our employees and coworkers to be resourceful and solve their own problems, we need to realize what role we are playing in promoting their empowerment or holding them back. I wish I could give you a magic formula for this, but there isn't one. It depends on the individual, and it's a balancing act. Sometimes you may have to show some tough love. Make yourself purposefully unavailable or slow down your response time to emails, calls, or messages. A personal story for this one. My last full-time gig in the corporate world was in a financial services firm. To paint you a picture, there was no remote option, so we were going into the office five days per week. My desk was part of an open office section and there were four of us who sat out in the open. No dividers, nothing. My boss sat behind me in complete view of my computer monitors. As if an open office environment isn't enough, I felt monitored all the time. Not ideal. While the open office environment was helpful for some of my training and onboarding, it was also difficult because my seatmates were like helicopter parents. I never had the space to problem-solve on my own. They would listen to my phone calls, and during phone calls, they would try to talk to me to clarify or give me pointers. I appreciate that they were well-intentioned, but this was painful for me. When the pandemic hit and I started working from home, It felt like freedom. I had a total sense of empowerment to use my own judgment, to be able to comfortably and independently problem solve, and to be resourceful as I saw fit. Not having my helicopter co-workers around enabled me to feel independent. I could reach out to them if and when I had questions, but I could do this on my own terms, at my discretion, while using my own judgment. I realize this is an extreme example, and hopefully it illustrates how too much support can be a hindrance to someone's learning, growth, and development. Bottom line? Be thoughtful about trying to provide a balanced level of support. Encourage resourcefulness, empower those around you, and try not to be a helicopter coworker. Sometimes the best thing you can do is give some space. Sometimes employees or co-workers will be the ones to overly act codependent. This happens a lot when prior leadership didn't empower them. It's up to you to reshape their behavior and set them up for success. Not an easy task. Enabling someone is not only a disservice to them, but it's a disservice to you. Guideposts for leadership and culture decisions by Amber Wagaman of awcoach.co. Have you ever been told something like, "Don't write anything in an email that you wouldn't want everyone to see?" The process allows for thinking it through in advance to realize any potential consequences and letting that guide your message. Asking yourself, if I send this, would I be okay with more than my intended audience reading what I wrote? How this relates to company culture. I've witnessed some not-so-great company internal decisions that make me ask, how would the company feel if clients or the public knew what was going on internally? From what I witnessed firsthand, I guarantee that the company would be embarrassed and ashamed if they had to answer to their clients or the public about their not-so-great actions. And it makes me wonder, is this even a thought in their head? It should be. Just like the email example, leaders, think and ask yourselves, if the public knew about this, would we feel good about it? Or would we feel ashamed and embarrassed of our actions and or behavior? Are we okay with how X action depicts our culture and brand? can we unapologetically stand behind our decisions? If there are things you don't feel comfortable having your clients or the public know, then it's probably something you shouldn't be doing. Another aspect of this is companies that want to keep certain things a secret. An example I heard recently was a company asking a receptionist to record the time for when each employee entered and left the office, and she was asked to keep it a secret. If there is something you think you need to keep secret, it's probably something you shouldn't do. This situation is a big red flag, distrust of employees. Telling the receptionist to monitor this and keep it a secret fosters a stressful, disengaging, and toxic environment. Leadership coaching would be recommended here to reverse the environment of distrust and to begin cultivating a culture of inclusiveness, compassion, respect, trust, and integrity. Bottom line. We're in the age of people using their online presence to resign publicly and call out companies for their inappropriate or toxic work culture. We've also seen groups of former employees band together and anonymously call out companies using online platforms. Unfortunately, most of the time, the knowledge of toxic behavior has to reach a public level to affect real change within the organization. Some real-life examples I'll include in a moment. Use this way of thinking as a guidepost for decision-making. As leaders, ask yourselves, How would I feel if my clients or the public knew about this? Is this how I want my brand or culture to be portrayed? The goal is to foster a positive, engaging work environment and to treat your people well. If you're doing things along these lines, you want your clients and the public to know what you're up to. If you're cultivating an engaging, transparent environment, consider a thought leadership presence online as a way to attract customers and employees. There's no better marketing or PR than publicly showing that you are taking care of your people and walking the walk. You just listened to the posts titled, Help Your Employees Think for Themselves and Guideposts for Leadership and Culture Decisions, both by Amber Wagaman of awcoach.co. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one, just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Amber. Amber Wagaman provides crucial leadership development for leaders and employees. She partners with your organization to develop highly effective and high-performing leaders. Generally speaking, we set leaders up to fail. We promote people into leadership positions without providing them with the training, skills, tools, resources, and ongoing development that is essential to being a highly effective leader. Throwing leaders to the wolves with no development is not a viable solution if you want your organization to be sustainable, innovative, and agile. And this is what Amber and her team help people with. So to learn more about her and for more great articles, you can visit awcoach.co. And thanks so much to Amber for letting us share her work. All right, that's gonna do it for today. I hope you have a great one. And I'll be back here with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.